the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to the Situation Report today. Very glad to have you with us wherever it is you are listening from or watching from. You can do both. and I appreciate you being with us. This is the show, of course, where we do our best every single week to give you the information you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stolnecker, and I'm here with Chad Robichaux. And today we have an interview that I have been looking forward to, uh, one that speaks directly to the intersection of faith and culture. Uh, So excited to have a guest on with us today that understands what it is to look at the world from a very cultural place to see what is happening in culture, but as a Christian to understand how to deal with or confront that culture uh, in a way that speaks to the truth of the Bible and the reality of faith. Our guest today is none other than Bryson Gray. Our guest today is Bryson Gray. For those of you that are not familiar, you need to familiarize yourself. But Bryson is a Christian rapper and the uh, author and performer of the number one on iTunes hit, Let's Go Brandon. And uh, it's, been, it's been fun to kind of follow up and even prepare for this, uh, this interview to get to know him a little bit better, to learn more about his personal story. Sometimes we see something like what has happened, this phenomenon with this song, and we think that's all there is, but that's not all there is. And uh, super excited to have you on. Uh, Bryson, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Yo, what's up, man? Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, we want to uh, we want to get to know you better. And um, you're a deep guy. You've got a lot to say. And the more I've learned about you, the more I realize just how deep you are and how much you do have to say. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. Uh, why don't you just tell us your story? Let's uh, let's start with kind of your upbringing, where you came from, and how you got into what you're doing now. Uh, I grew up in High Point, North Carolina, a uh, very crazy city, uh, but it is the furniture capital of the world, so that's one good thing for it. <laughs> I grew up with both of my parents, public school all of my life. I used to be a hothead. I used to get suspended at least every other week from school for fighting. Uh, sure. But I'm a, I feel like I'm a guy, so I feel like men, you know, in a lot of cases, you grow up fighting, maybe it's people around a neighborhood, or maybe it's people in school, <laughs> you're not supposed to do it regardless. Uh, I've been rapping ever since I can remember my life. I started producing music at nine. Um, I played basketball, I played football. I used to run a four four forty, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but I yeah, like man. used to used to we yeah. all used to <laughs> yeah you, you used to I probably I probably could pull out a four six four seven now but nothing too crazy <laughs> <That's> good <laughs> but um yeah man I, and I've actually had a lot of success with music independently uh, I have, I've had songs on the radio I had songs in movies I was on a show called one oh six in Park that was on BET when I was sixteen uh, I've I've been doing this a very very long time. Yeah. How'd you, uh, you know, what, what got you into rapping? Uh, how'd that become an outlet for you? Or probably, probably, I'm assuming hobby that turned into a profession. Uh, how'd, that, how'd that play out for you? 
I'm going to be honest. I don't have one of the stories that a lot of other artists have. I have zero clue because I literally do not remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything about my life before me rapping. Like, I can't I can't tell you mm. a time where I didn't rap. I, I genuinely do not know. Wow. Yeah. So you just, as a, as a kid, you just... Came came out the womb. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my, my my father was a musician, uh, so so that probably had a lot to do with it. So I already had keyboards in the house, studio equipment in the house, uh, because my dad was was popular too a little bit growing up in the uh, in the area where he grew up. Also, can you uh, can you tell us your faith story? I think this is one of the more fascinating uh, aspects of you is how upfront you are with your faith in in uh, in a world that sometimes is opposed to faith, right? So can you tell us your faith story? When did you come to Christ, and, and what does that look like for you? Um, so I grew up in the Christian household. My grand, my grandmother would not play those games right there. We had to be in church. <laughs> like, if you, met, if you met my grandmother today, who used to be a Black Panther, but if you met her today, wow. she'll literally ask you, do you know Jesus Christ, honey? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so, so, But, I mean, let's be real. I grew up in public school, and how I grew up, the people I grew up around, I was not living a Christian lifestyle, period. And what's more interesting is I didn't really, I never thought about it at first because in my friend group, I was viewed as the honorable or the good one. So I wasn't, and I was still living worldly, but just not as much as them. So I was viewed as something different, which blinds you a lot. So so you think, you think I'm doing better than other people. So my ticket to heaven is clear. It's, 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 It's easy. Uh, but then I, I went to college and I started doing a lot of research on um, the Illuminati. And, you know, everybody mm-hmm. ha- have that have that deep dive into the Illuminati. But in, in, in the initial stages, you start getting out of hand. You just believe everything that every YouTube video says or everything research says. So you think everything is Illuminati. And I actually, right, right. I actually started not necessarily losing my faith, but I started questioning um, the existence of God a little bit. Uh, it never really took a full turn where I was full blown like atheist or nothing. I was just questioning it. And the most interesting thing happened. I was literally, I went to my ancestor's house and they, and they have, a, they have a farm and have a bunch of fruit trees. And this may sound so simple to whoever's listening or to even you guys. It may sound so basic, but I was asking about the fruit trees cause I was confused like how 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 does the fruit grow from the tree? Like do you like what do you have to do for that to happen? And and they said nothing. They said it's been growing fruit ever since they have been alive and they were like in their 80s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And I said so the so the tree just grow fruit. That's just what it does. <laughs> this the, the distinct fruit from different trees are grown just naturally. Right. And then I thought you start looking around like well Food go from the ground. And if you genuinely think about it, we don't need all the stuff we're used to and accustomed to now. You really don't need it to survive any of it, really. There's people building houses in, in the woods. Maybe not the houses we view as houses today, but there's guys on YouTube that builds, build houses from mud and sticks. And yeah, a bunch sure. of, you, you know, and you yep. realize, of course, God exists. Of course he does. Everything is too distinct Everything has a purpose. The way we are created, period, is 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 a design. Even, like, if you think about it, doctors and scientists they still can't figure out our brain. 
they still can't figure out certain things. Why? Mm. Because they're not God. You're never going to be able to all the way figure it out, but you know it's happening. You know I'm talking to you right now. You know what color shirt I have on. You know how your hair grows. You know how things happen. So uh, after that, I started just getting so deep into the Bible, and everything just started making sense. But even then, I was still lukewarm. I used to actually write uh, uh, sort of like manifesto-style writings about like, this is when the LGBT was boycotting Chick-fil-A. If people remember that, I'm only 30 and I remember when they yeah. first started boycotting Chick-fil-A, I used to write like blog posts about it. And I was like, the Bible is clear, even though in, in, in the, in the, in the blog post, I used to say, even though I'm sort of lukewarm, the Bible is very clear on this issue to say what's clear, clear on the issues that I do, you know? So then, then I just grew from there and started like really. So I was reading the Bible before I really gave my life to Christ. And then I gave my wow. life to Christ. Was there was there a, a moment in that process where you decided to lead with your faith? Because that's what you're doing now. You, you lead with faith. No one has to question whether or not you're a believer. What? Where was that point in, your pro, in the process of your growth where you said, all right, this is going to be out front now. It's not just going to be a personal thing to me. So in the beginning, I thought I was. I was cocky. Like, I, was, I would literally, like, <laughs> I wish, this is how insane I was. I wish I could show you some of my old Instagram posts from one of my old pages. I used to Bible thump. But curse oh, right. in the but curse in the caption though. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Like I used to be like, y'all MFers need to read this. Y'all don't know what the <laughs> what the y'all talking about. Y'all better yeah. read the Bible. But I was cursing while doing it. And I, and I thought I was really, you know, cause when you first start changing your life, you start thinking, you start looking at everybody else like, what are you, what y'all doing? Y'all didn't listen to right. you know. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. So, so I thought I was, but then the more I read the Bible, so that's how fast I the Bible is so big, no matter how many times you read it, you need to read mm. it. That's right. And so the more I read the Bible, the more I said, Oh, you're not supposed to be doing this. Okay, <laughs> right. so oh right. so I'm being I'm actually being a hypocrite as as I mm. as I judge with the Bible it's, it's, Clearly against the Bible is not against judging. That's 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 a falsehood that churches tell you, but it is against yeah. judging hypocritically. Mm. Um, so then I was like, okay, so I started having to walk the walk more, and I just it made me read the Bible. Like the more you realize you don't know the Bible, the more it makes you read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, yeah. so I, I I need to know my job. I, I'm an employee of uh, Jesus Christ Corporations, and I need mm. to know what I need to do as an employee. Or I, or you can get fired. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, man, I started really changing everything. Yeah, that's a good word. You should pull up those Instagram posts again and put them out somewhere because it's probably a trajectory of your growth, right? Which <laughs> yeah. is, uh, which is awesome to see. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna do it. The Bible's an employee handbook. I, I heard it also in the Bible, basic instructions before leaving Earth, like the BIBO. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, sir. I, 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 but yeah, I like the employee handbook. That's good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, uh, before Christian rap, did you do other rap too? Yeah, I've always made rap music. It was disgusting to generate rap. I mean, I never rapped about killing people because I never killed nobody. I never rapped about um, selling drugs because I didn't sell drugs. Uh, but you know, you rap. I rap about women. I was cursing all the time. What's funny is I have songs of me talking about how I'm giving my life to God and I'm cursing inside the, in, in those songs. Like there, there's so much I can really pull up and like, I, I should just release it one day and do a documentary or something <laughs> because there's so like, I'm in the, I'm in this song. I was just listening to it two weeks ago. I'm talking about how I'm being celibate and giving my life to God, but I'm just cursing up a storm through the, 
whole entire song. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, yeah, so I used to make regular music, and I and I had success with it. I used to make EDM music. I, I had like two EDM songs ago, Mega Viral. Both were about being intoxicated. Uh, hmm. So yeah. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and Mike has just announced that our customers will receive one of his books. What are the odds? From crack addict to CEO absolutely free with any purchase using our promo code. And if you haven't heard Mike's story, you need to. Fantastic book. You'll get it for free. And now's a great time to buy not just all of the other things that they offer, but to buy yourself a pair of my slippers. Fantastic slippers. They're designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. I know this because I wear them indoor and outdoor as often as I can. Uh, They're fantastic. In fact, my wife and kids make fun of me for wearing them all the time. Uh, They're just that good. They're comfortable. They keep your feet warm, made with quality leather suede. They are fantastic. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off of his MySlippers using our promo code. Here's what you need to do. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code SITREP. That's promo code SITREP. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, so much more. Anything you need for your house, you can find it there. Uh, Find it there or call 1-800-870-0283 and use the promo code SITREP. Well, let's go Brandon. Doesn't have cursing in it, but it it, it, it refers to (laughs) the, the... the other part of what it what it refers to, how to say that, it implies, <laughs> but it, but it's really caught on. Uh, num- number one on iTunes, uh, and uh, I just kind of wondering how, what inspired you. How, like, at what point were you, did you see that news reporter say, "Oh, they're saying let's go brand," and you're like, "I got I got to rap about this." I got a song. <laughs> I, got a song. I got a song. You know, you get those moments that just clicks, and it's like light bulb goes off. And you're like, "This is it." So here's the thing, and this was interesting, and this, this is the story about why I made the song also. I viewed Let's Go Brandon as different. I was so excited when I seen the media make that mistake because I don't view Let's Go Brandon as necessarily a euphemism for F. Joe Biden. And I'm going to tell you why. F. Joe Biden is nothing but a different way to say I don't like Joe Biden. That's, that's, that, that, that's what that is. It's just showing disdain for Joe Biden. So to me, that's how I view Let's Go Brandon. And then to me, it's a clean, it's, it's a clean, cleaner way right. of saying I don't like Joe Biden. And the reason I made the song is because everybody was asking me to make one, uh, specifically black conservative preacher, if y'all know who that is. And I just said no. I said no probably like so many times I can't count the people asking me to make it. Because I don't like my success being attached to trends. You know what I'm saying? I, I mm, like it being yeah, attached to yeah talent and what I'm saying because I actually yeah. research politics so I want you to understand why you know and um he kept asking me so then a country singer made one who was the first guy to make a let's go Brandon song his song had curse words in it I said dang even a <laughs> so then another country guy made one same thing uh, uh another rapper made uh, a rapper made one and his had curse words all throughout it. And then uh, Forgiato Blow made one. His had cursing in it. That's my friend. But I told him. I said, dang. Uh, and then another guy named Omar Shabazz made one. He actually made one before Forgiato. And his had cursing in it. So people mm. were hit. Like, once the song started getting out, people were hitting me up like, Bryson, come yeah. on. Yeah. I can't listen to this with my kids. You got to do right. it. <laughs> right. and, 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 and black conservative preacher said, come on, bro. I need something my, 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 my son can listen to, bro. He likes to say, let's go Brandon too. 
And <laughs> I said, I said, you know, I'll do it, but I want to do it my way. So I didn't want the chant in it because I thought it was, I thought it was my personal opinion with the, having the chant in the song was sort of cringy. Uh, and I, I wanted to actually talk about something. I didn't, I didn't just want to say yell words. I wanted to talk about what's going on in this country, and I wanted to do it. And then I was like, it probably won't go viral because I'm not doing all the, 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 the trendy stuff with it. Mm. I was like, but just in case it does, I want to put two other conservative rappers on it. So right. I put Tyson James on it. Uh, who Tyson James is like my friend in real life now. Uh, like we super close. And I put Chandler Crump on it uh, because Chandler, he asked me to do one earlier and I said, no. So I said, if I'm going to do it, I have to, <laughs> right. Right, right, right. I have to put you on it. Cause if I did better, you, you know, and it, I don't know. I don't know. It, it went viral, dude. I don't know. So, I mean, I know you get you got a lot of attention for the song. I mean, rightfully, it's number number one on on iTunes. But uh, while while I love the song, I think it's great. I just think you're like there's so much deeper to you on this issue. Like, what is what has Black Americans uh, been lied to about that you see that other people don't? That uh, and I know that's. I, you know, tons of friends that are black conservatives and to see the same thing. But what is it that, that they're being lied to about? What is it that's being missing that this song able communicates truth to, you know, truth to them? Uh, everything. So when I say everything, I literally mean everything. And, and the way they do it, and it is a planned out thing, they, they do it through the celebrity. So the one thing that the left is great at and smart at that the right still doesn't get is culture. And that's why the left wins at sort of everything nowadays. I hate to say it because they they know how to attack the culture. Mm. And they know, you know, we might look at Joe Biden being with Cardi B like, ha ha, you're a dummy. You know what I'm saying? How could you do something so silly? Which is true. It is dumb. And she's not intelligent at all. But what we don't get is Cardi B is unfortunately one of the biggest celebrities. She's not even black, but she's one of the biggest celebrities within the culture. Yep. So... A lot of you are listening to her. You can go to her comments, and during that time, people were saying Cardi B should run for office because it's a bunch of uninformed people listening to somebody else uninformed. But since that popular uninformed person is with a presidential candidate at the time, then it's viewed as informed to people that's uninformed. It's a blind leading the blind concept. So um, one of my reasons for doing it is the right needs to tap in with culture. You know, yeah. And so yeah. when I make this rap music in the beginning, I got attacked. But if you actually go to the people that's from where I'm from now, a lot of them say, "You know what, Bryson, you was right, bro. I'm sorry for sending you threats. I'm sorry for doing this because you was right the whole time." And I, as a man, I want to apologize. You know what I'm saying? And they started seeing it not necessarily because of me. I'm just a reminder that I'm just a reminder that somebody told you. So what did it though is just this. This how simple it is how terrible Joe Biden is doing in office. Mm. Yeah. Not only that, how approval rating. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Not only that is things that a lot of people in the black community are already against the vaccine being one of them. That's, that's waking people up because why the Democrats doing so much to push the vaccine, giving you free stuff and all this just to push a vaccine. It's not helping the right that Trump is pushing it as hard, but uh, but it is a lot of people are like, hold on. I mean, you saw it, Kyrie Irving. Hold on, you yeah. saw it, Nick, Nicki Minaj. Hold on, right, right. And these are not like <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Have y'all heard her music? <laughs> yeah, she's not exactly a God fearing person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. 
But just just and make her question everything. And then you saw you saw what Nikki said. Look, mm. every time the Democrats say something, she said this on Twitter. Every time the Democrats say something, we supposed to just run with it because we black. Yeah, yeah. But what what led to that is that vaccine stuff. You know what I'm saying? So small things can wake you up, and then it make you go back to the same people you were calling coons, Uncle Tom, right. House Negroes, right. and make you go back to them like, yo, maybe, maybe what they were saying ain't 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 really off. You know. So so then you got a lot of people like like at first I ain't gonna lie at first the people that was listening to my music was mainly like boomers, yeah. but 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 now like when I'm at performances it's sort of like a mixed crowd and it's nuts to me I'm like yo people are really waking up so you know that that that's that's what I think it is we're coming together and you know you see the leftists I mean the left's agenda is so clear to me I wish it was clear to everyone but their agenda is to divide us to separate us and use racism you know, the implication of racism to do it. I mean, that hat you're wearing right now, I mean, it, that hat is, it, it unfortunately, gained the gained identity as a racist, racism, which is, I don't think it's anything further from the truth because, <laughs> uh, you know, great America is a united America. But uh, so, you know, I think that's one of the biggest lies perpetuated by the left is uh, this lie that uh, conservative, conservatism is racism. Bryson, how did you how did you get into conser- the conservative movement? Or, I mean, what was it for you that kind of opened your eyes to to this? So, if you talk to my parents, if you would have talked to me ten years ago, fifteen years ago, you would if you knew about politics, you would have assumed I was a conservative uh, through a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is in the black community, a lot of us don't even know what these words mean, really, for the most part. Right. Like <clears throat> all we know is Democrat, Republican. Republicans are white racist, Democrats for everybody. And that's how you grew up. Even if your values necessarily align with it. I've always been anti LGBT. I've never supported abortion in my life. And and one of the things, because I had a, 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 a two year span where I became like super pro black. Hmm. And the funny part is, I mean, I come from a line of black Panthers, but the funny part is the, the, my family member that ran the black Panther sect where I'm from, he voted for George Bush. <laughs> Right. I mean, because when you really dig yeah. deep, yeah. especially socially, socially, you don't really get more conservative than really Black Panthers. Now, economically, they seem to be a little commie, commie with it, even though a lot of Black Panthers did used to go to poor white neighborhoods and give them food and everything, too. Um, but socially, there's already conservative. So socially, I've always been conservative. And then another thing you will notice in the black community, even if you listen to rap songs, Everybody want to be in business. Everybody want to have their own thing. Everybody want to grow. Everybody want to own something. And, and that's yeah. all throughout music. You can see it in the culture. That's why everybody's trying to come up with hustles. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Ca- ca- capitalism. I mean, e- even on even on an illegal level, like a lot of the a lot of the, <laughs> listen, a lot of the, a lot of the drug dealers I know from the city, they they were the only people in the beginning calling me like. Yo, Bryson, we rock with Trump. Okay, what nobody right. say? Yeah, you because know? <laughs> they're you good know? business people. You know, you know what I'm saying? They know what they're doing. But it's it's, it's just interesting how that works. I was naturally conservative. Uh, it was just the propaganda, what I'm used to. I'm not about to research politics. I didn't care too much about voting at all. So, but what I, what I was taught growing up, what most of us are taught, is that Democrats are for minorities and Republicans hate people. Even this this how deep it was. Even Cause I never disliked Trump. So that's, I mean, a lot of black people really never dislike Trump. No matter what they right. tell you right now, let me tell you, they never dislike Trump. 
I can find you old tweets of me defending Trump to my friends, but saying, but yeah, I, I think a lot of his supporters are racist though, but I'm defending yeah. Trump. Right. Think about that dynamic. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Think about it. That's how, that's how good they are at the marketing they do. Well, that's the cultural part you were talking about earlier too, right? I mean, there's the cultural aspect where I may see this over here and this makes sense, but I don't want to step out of the culture that I belong to. Boom. That's it. Boom. That's exactly what it is. But when you start actually going outside of what's considered your comfort zone, you go to the rally, you start actually doing research. Mm. And the first person I started researching was Ted Cruz. I mean, I didn't, oh, I, you yeah. know, was, yeah. because for me, it was a lot of Democrats were doing, and then it was that LGBT push. Obama's yep. second term, as a Christian, Obama's second term really rubbed me the, the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. when I started, we started going to Republicans during this time, I saw God. Like, I saw God, traditional marriage, the family values. I said, yo, this this what yep. I'm talking. This is what I've been yep. talking about. I didn't know right. Republicans were talking yep. about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. know. And then after that, it just took me actually going to going to the Trump rally and stuff like that. Because even when I was going to parties and stuff, at, when I was going to colleges and pa- to party, I was going to HBCU parties. You know. But so it was like, I, so the culture was just. We didn't go outside of our culture to see if people were actually racist or not. You just believe they was racist off the rip. Um, but Trump, them lying on Trump, open people's eyes and actually just getting out there, uh, like, like get people to realize the truth. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's amazing when you start to actually look around and try to objectively receive what's happening around you, how you can process that and come to some different conclusions. Facts. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's a big world, bro. It's, this is a, Hey, even this country, 300 million people, bro, 300 million individuals, Right. Uh, you, you you can't go through life thinking everybody's going to agree with you or disagree with you. You can't go through life uh, being offended by everything somebody says. Yep. Um, you, you have to understand. Like I tell people all the time, people get mad. I would have talked to all the people people hate uh, Hitler and people like that. I would have had a conversation with them, not to agree with them, just to like try to try to see what what are your minds yeah. coming from because maybe I could help change it. You know, try to understand. Right. Yeah, that's right. I've got the privilege, Bryson, to meet uh, President Trump a few times. Uh, I served on a committee, I served on the committee for the White House for veterans programs. And um, but um, did you get did you get any feedback from him yet? Did you get to hear from him uh, on his song? Uh, well, not on Let's Go Brandon, but early on. Uh, so when I first went viral, it wasn't for Let's Go Brandon. I was already like pretty popular online and I, for making songs. And I came in making a song called Black Not Democrat. And that was like in August, no, like July or something of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then I made a song called MAGA Boy. And I started something called the MAGA Challenge. And the MAGA Challenge was a was a, a lot of conservatives, old, young, no matter what color you are, were rapping in support of Trump. And um, I started, it went viral. Jimmy Kimmel was trying to hate on it. A lot of like the big wigs. <laughs> then Trump, Trump retweeted it. And it went bonkers after that. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the White House ended up calling me and said that Trump loved it. I, I was getting invited to all the events. Well, that's until that's until they realized that my faith in God came first. Then they stopped inviting me to a lot of places. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny how that happens. What is uh, when you look at the song and maybe not just this song, but some of the things you've been involved in over the last year or so? Uh, what's the good that's come from it? 
and what's the bad that's come from it? If you could say there's a downside, what's that? But what, what, what's the good that's come from it ultimately? Um, so the good is really because I've I've had independent success all my life, but at this level is different, and the reason for it is different. So to know that my goal is to change culture and to know that there's a group of people actually mm. wanting to change culture yeah, and wanting to help me change culture, I wish it was more, but like just the fact that God put me in this position and put other people yep. in a position to know who I was, it – it's 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 beautiful, and then you find people, and it's just being around like-minded people. Because growing up, I wasn't—I I mean, it's hard to find like-minded people where I'm from that that that's even interested in politics to begin with, or interested mm-hmm. in the Bible a lot to really begin with. So this introduced me to like a lot of friends, and I'll probably be friends with for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, so, so the community aspect of it, and but there is a downside. The downside is you really realize there's no real true difference between the right and the left and the reason i say that is because the society has gone more left-wing and we look at leftists and say y'all are insane and that makes people think that the right you know what i'm saying are conservative from reality you start to see the right the right go further left also along with it and become more godless with the culture and it's kind of messed up because when I see it and if I call it out, now I'm getting, now I'm the bad guy, you know, or right, right. I'm the bad guy. Or, uh, you know, another downside is we, you know, all the things we claim about the left is really a, sort of a mirror image of something different. And the reason I didn't notice it at first is because I agree with, with the right. So when, when the right, <laughs> right do things, sure. I'm usually yeah. just simply agreeing. So right, I'm not really, right, right. I'm, I'm not looking at it as, yep. as uh, hypocritical, but even if something like, I think I lost like 500 followers a day. I criticized Trump for the vaccine stuff. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. I thought we call, I thought it's what we call the left. Like they don't, they, they don't even question anything. So we, yeah. so, and I, and I watched us attack them for that and attack the left all day long. But as soon as I criticized Trump for literally just repeating something, Joe Biden said that I heard Joe Biden say, now I'm the bad guy. Or now I'm yeah. turning on Trump and I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So the downside is just like, Man, man, this is this is it's, it's crazy how quickly. Like I had people message me like, "You don't support the LGBT community, so I'm deleting all of your music," or or I don't like how you criticize Trump, so I'm deleting all of your music. And it's like, but my values have been the same since day one. Like literally, yeah. I've been saying the same exact thing since day one. Maybe for the last ten years, if we're being honest, I've been saying the same exact thing. My message has been clear. So anybody, anybody that's to me worth criticizing over my, those values. And I'm, I'm obviously going to criticize them. Um, and I don't know that, that, that pisses me off because I've been, I don't risk a lot for this movement. So to see stuff like that yeah. is, is definitely a downside. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the mighty Oaks foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide, with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org 
To learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is MightyOaksPrograms.org. It's frustrating, but not, man, you're doing the right thing. And, uh, and, and it, it, you know, if I can encourage you at all, just stay the course with that. Because I, I think, I think people, you know, I, I've been, the reason I say that is I've been in this position too, uh, but you, you can't hit your, you can't hit yourself to like a political party, uh, Democrats, Republicans, you gotta, you gotta be on principles and whatever those principles are, you just speak truth yeah. about them. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't argue with truth. I'm writing a book right now, and that's one of the things we're going back and forth about in the, in the book. And it's about Afghanistan and the draw. And and, and uh, they're like, man, this book seems like a, a hit job on President Biden. It's like, I'm really not trying to do that. It's not. I'm just telling the truth. And where the truth falls, it falls. You know. And and I think in both parties, like right now, people are quick to talk about the things that are wrong in one party. But when your own party does something wrong, that that we keep the mouth shut, mouth shut about it. And that's dangerous because we have to be able to, we have to be able to hold accountability and police our own, even even as people we like and care about. I, I I love President Trump. I think he's one of the greatest leaders we've had in my generation. But he's made some big mistakes, and uh, every time he does, uh, there needs to be, you need to bring those out. You need to talk about them, and uh, or else he won't know. Uh, he thinks he's doing everything right. <laughs> really about him, man. So I, I man, I, I really respect you for that. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, well, to me, it's like you don't truly support somebody. If you don't call them out when they do wrong, yeah, that's right. I, I, that's right. I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't view that as true support. I, I, I think you just, I, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, but it's, it's not true support because if you really rock with somebody, you want to see somebody be the best they can be, then you, you, you say, yo, hey, 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 yo, your base don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so you know, but to each his own. But I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it, bro. I, I, I'm so used to controversy. I'm so used to being hated. That I'm actually, I'm actually more comfortable. The most uncomfortable I've ever been is when I first went viral in this movement and everybody loved it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> this feels weird. I did something <laughs> wrong. I'm not used to people liking me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm used to waking up, posting something on Facebook, and everybody like, Bryson is the worst person in history. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, so yeah, I feel more comfortable with these situations anyway. What do you have to oh, say? Wanna... About... Go ahead, Jeremy. No, you go ahead. What, what do you have to say about? I mean. Basically, you take you taking the gifts and talents that God's given you. You, you, you found a injustice or a wrong in the world, and you, and you use those gifts and talents to do something bigger than yourself, bigger than just you know selling uh, selling songs. And uh, what do you, what do you say to people that you know maybe they don't feel like they're they need to be involved in politics or, but they you know they have the ability through the gifts and talents to be able to make a difference. Like, I, like can I add to that? Like specifically Christian people, because. I think this is a dis- disconnect we have, right? Is people who say, "Well, I'm a Christian, I shouldn't be involved in politics." There you go. There. Yep. Um, to me, all that is silly. Why do I say it's silly? Is because this country, like people, people don't like what I say. Is you just simply look at the history. It, is, it just is what it is. This country, uh, the Constitution, all of this, people don't like it, but it was based on the founding fathers who based everything on Scripture. Um, so Christians that say, I, we don't need to be involved in this, we don't need to be involved, we don't need to be involved in that. 
that's what people want you to say. Like that, that's what they want you to do. But but look where it has gotten us. For a fact, I don't care. You can be an atheist. I don't care who you are. For a fact, this country is more godless than it was 50 years ago. And 50 years before that, it was 50 years before that, it was it, it, it was uh it was it was more god it was more godly 50 years before that. Right, this country right. this country is like very godless now. And that's because Christians don't find they have to participate. And the Christians that do participate, people say don't mix religion and politics. Well, that makes zero sense because the founding fathers surely did that. Um <laughs> so I get confused and, and this leads us to where we are today. The slippery slopes are real. Give an inch, they take a mile, is real. We went from, oh, they just want to get married to, oh, grown men should also be able to go to bathrooms of little girl, yeah. girls. Yeah. Or and, and now, I don't know if y'all seen the recent USA Today article, but now we're normalizing pedophilia. And yeah. a year a year ago, that was that was a conspiracy theory saying that they was, they was trying to normalize pedophilia. The yeah. USA Today article, they literally went through the psychology and say, we need to really do more research on pedophilia because it's, it's, it's really not what people think right. it is. And, you know, they, you know, we need to go deeper into it, minor attracted persons and stuff like that. This is reality and mainstream news yeah. now, but this is called a slippery slope. And Christians, if anybody's listening, the longer you sit on your behind and think, oh, we just need to pray, pick up a Bible. Every time God needed something to get done, he used somebody to do it. Mm. <clears throat> Or yeah. he, or somebody was a catalyst for something better. When he destroyed the earth, what happened? He got Noah. He got Noah's family. When he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, what happened? He told Lot and his family to, uh, uh, to to move somewhere else so they're not destroyed. And then every time he wanted to show people something, he used people to show them. Um, so while you waiting on God, you have to realize that God is waiting on you. So mm-hmm. um, that's one thing I want to get out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good word. Yeah, the pastors, pastors, pastors that need to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, such an important message. I, you know, we've we've uh, interviewed a lot of folks and asked that question a lot of times. But you're right in the middle of a a different culture and on the front lines of trying to address culture in a different way. So uh, you could so easily just just hide and say, "Well, I am a Christian, and then I also do this thing." But as a Christian, you're you're addressing culture, which is so important. We have the truth, and I just don't understand why we're afraid to lead with the truth. It doesn't make any sense. Well, they they made it that way. They did it. Listen, here's the thing. Another thing I noticed on the right, man. The left scared people, scared people into submission. So even like, it probably has something to do with me getting popular, a lot of other people getting popular. They're, people on the right are so afraid to get called a racist, they'll, they don't even vet people no more. If somebody's black, they got on a MAGA hat, they're most likely right, getting promoted, sure. they're getting propped up just because of the color of their skin. We, we don't even know their values yet. They just, you know, hey, here we go. Same thing, same thing with uh, the LGBT community. Uh, we're so scared to get called homophobics. We're, we'll vote for a LGBT person if they claim to be a Trump supporter simply because they're gay. And now we've taken it far, as far as the people that are um, whatever he, she's, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, they, now they put on a MAGA hat, they get propped up because you don't want to be called transphobic or we don't want to be called sexist or, so we pop yeah, up only yeah. women, especially, listen, here's the thing. We need more God fearing men yeah. to be propped up because men, biblically speaking, people can disagree mm. when I'm talking about the Bible are natural leaders. 
So there's nothing wrong with propping up intelligent women, Kaylee McEnany, uh, uh, Candace Owens. There's, there's nothing wrong with promoting them because Candace Owens is my friend. I love her. But to me, it's like we, we, we're not even propping up men anymore because we don't want to right. because we don't want the left to say, y'all are misogynistic yeah, pigs. Right, right. You, you, you know, and we have to stop being scared. Who cares? People call me homophobic all the time. Of course, I don't hate gay people, but you call me that, I just embrace it now. I, I call myself homophobic <laughs> now. You know, it's, 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 it's like, yeah, true. You know, USA Today called me a white nationalist. I said, that's very interesting because, um, you know, I'm sort of brown-skinned. But it's okay, you know. Um, white nationalist, I love it. Let's get straight to it. Um, and I think we need to do more embracing and continue our path. Because if we allow them to scare us, then we start becoming them, as we're seeing happening in real time with the GOP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are... Those are the tactics they use to silence you. I mean, uh, you know, we've all anybody that's spoken up, we've all been called those things just just for speaking up. But yep, we can't we can't let them use those tactics to win. Bryson, where can uh, where can people follow you? And uh, I mean, I think everyone listening to this just about probably is already following you. But I know you have a new <laughs> song out. And uh, where would you like people to go to to learn more about that and the work you're doing? Um, so the new song was actually, it got to number one on iTunes. Uh, it's number three now. So we dropped, it was number one for one day. We held it down for one day. Um, <laughs> and it's still number one on Amazon, but, uh, today, today is the last day for them to collect data, data for the next week, uh, for the song. But listen, find me on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, get my merch at Bryson Gray. Uh, I mean, Bryson creates com. And I have a text message service that you can text because I get banned from stuff all the time, but I, I don't know it off the top of my head. So <laughs> but I do have that. <laughs> well, I know you're on all the social media platforms too. Uh, I think I think just about every single one. So people can find you there. Uh, Bryson Gray, man, thanks so much for what you're doing. And uh, thanks for talking to us for a few minutes today. Really appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to seeing what else you're able to do. Of course, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah man. Proud of what you're doing and thankful for it. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me on. God bless y'all. God bless you. Yes, sir. Incredible interview and very grateful for the work that Bryson is doing. And uh, man, I just love seeing folks who understand who they are in Christ and where they stand in culture and in our country and uh, are willing to stand up for both. And he's doing that. So grateful for his work. Please follow him and uh, learn more about him on all of the places that he just mentioned. Go ahead and find him on social media and pick up his music just about anywhere. I believe that music can be found a great episode today so many other episodes that we have produced and you can find all of those at salempodcastnetwork.com the salempodcastnetwork.com and uh, go and find this show find all the other podcasts on salem and i know that you'll be happy that you did thank you for watching we will talk to you next time Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.